Hey everyone, I'm Kelly Mobeck, a coach and a leadership trainer, and I'm super passionate about helping you find out who you are authentically as a leader, own it, and go out and make an impact in your life and the lives of others. This world needs your leadership, your gifts, your unique brilliance, and I believe that real leaders don't wait, they create. I know firsthand that life is going to throw us curveballs, that we're going to doubt our greatness, our ideas, and our contributions. And my goal is that you believe in yourself beyond reason, and I get to be a coach and a champion for you each week so that you feel inspired, motivated, and most important, in action toward your unique impact in this world. So let's jump in. Hey everyone, this is Coach Kelly. How are you? Happy May. What part of May are we? I'm I'm pre-recording this, so let me just stop for a second. May 16th, the week of May 16th, whenever you're listening to this. Some of you might be listening to it later. That's okay. Hey there. Happy May 16th. We are midway through May. Whoa. How time flies. Holy cow. All right. You guys, how are you doing with staying proactive? We are talking about the things that help us stay proactive. Last week, we talked about calendar integrity. How are you doing with that? Are you practicing? Is it challenging? Is it helpful? What are you learning? I want to hear. Remember, we have that link that you can go to in the show notes at any time and drop me a message and let me know how you're doing. Or if you have questions, if it's challenging, I'd love to hear how it's going. Let me know. Also, the week before that, we talked about making decisions and what that's all about. So uh, let me know. Let me know how it's going. I want to hear this week. We are going to talk about what it means to ask for help because it's so interesting to me that it is so challenging for so many of us. And it just is. It's true. I'm going to tell you, this is a near and dear topic to me because it really is one of the things that I find super challenging often, often. And you might pick up on that on some of the episodes you might, you might pick that up, um, on some of the episodes where I tell on myself, but it is really something that I am working super hard on right now. I think that as a recovering people pleaser, and when I say recovering people pleaser, like I work really hard on that because it's exhausting. And when I say really hard, it's, it's actually (laughs) less exhausting to work on not being a people pleaser so that boundaries get set and all that good stuff. And it's working, right? I'm building a new muscle in that area and learning a lot along the way. And you guys have heard me say, we all have self-limiting beliefs. Those are the things that, you know, began when we were small and we gather evidence along the way to make them right. And we make up rules about that. We've talked about that in other episodes too. And then those things can limit us. But the thing that's also really true is the more we know about them or where they show up, 
we can work on that. Everything is coachable. Everything is coachable in these areas for sure. And so you guys have heard me say my three core self-limiting beliefs (laughs) are I'm not enough. I disappoint. No, it's that's, that's a rule that I made. So I'm not enough is definitely one. I'm a problem and I'm a burden. Those are my three self-limiting beliefs that formed so long ago. And I know that they're not true. I've done so much work on it and yet they creep up every now and again. And remember those self-limiting beliefs, we begin to create rules, right? We create rules. So if that's true, of course, I'm a people pleaser. Goodness. I do not want to disappoint anyone. That is a rule that I made up from, you know, being a problem (laughs) or a burden, we're not doing that episode today. I don't know what that noise was that just came out of my throat, but that was kind of like a little that I was trying to do. And it just really came out gravelly. So you're welcome. Enjoy that. (laughs) Okay. All right. So this is something that I find also can really get in the way of asking for help. And my goodness, it is such, it's, oh, help. We all get to have it. No one was sent here to do this by ourselves. Nobody. And yet sometimes we're like, I, I, not everyone. Some people are really good at asking for help. And I want to acknowledge you for those of you out there who are really good at asking for help and leaning into resources. Well done, well done and help others be able to do that. Let them know what works for you. Let them know how you do it. Because I think that there are also a lot of people that that's challenging for. So today's episode are for you guys who it's challenging for. And for those of you that are good at asking for help, stay in, stay with me here and see what, what else you learn from that. Okay. So what I have found along the way are some of the things that I'm going to talk with you about today on being able to ask for help and sort of what gets in our way from doing that. Again, there are some people that are really good at asking for, for help. And there are people that are, it just, it's not, it's not in the, it's not in the wheelhouse. And when we are working on things in our life, asking for help and knowing that you're not by yourself is 110% non-negotiable. Here's the other thing. Even when we're not working on something big. And maybe we need to take a break. Maybe we need to heal. Like when I um, shattered my elbow, I really got to learn about asking for help and not just asking for help, receiving, receiving, because asking for help is one thing. And then there's another level called receiving and being willing to receive help. Woo. Okay. I am sure one of the gifts of shattering my elbow was really diving into asking and receiving help. I am super convinced of that. And I think I talked about it on that episode or episodes after I'm, I'm, I'm sure of it. So the thing is, is that human beings naturally want to contribute to each other. We do, we naturally do. And sometimes we're a little overzealous about it because we think we know what the help is that someone wants, not necessarily true it's a good idea to ask. It's a good idea to ask what, what, how can I help you? Like, how can I help you? What's the support that you need? Some people it's going to be challenging to come up with that. And I always say asking a few more questions can really, really be 
helpful in that area to really find out what's the help that someone else needs. Now, just as you can go, just because you're, let me back up just because maybe it's hard for you to ask for help. I trust you. You are helping other people. You are jumping in and you are helping other people in many, many ways. And so just as I'm saying, as we're talking about asking for help and finding out where people want help, you can utilize that question and turn it back to you. Whoa, what's the actual help that I require? And sometimes you're going to be blank on that. So, you know, my favorite thing to do is a brain dump, like maybe get a piece of paper out and take out, like if I knew the help that I wanted right now, or the help that I require right now, what would I say? And just start brain dumping it, get it on paper, get it out of your head because it can be sneaky. It can be sneaky when we are not asking for help and people are asking us, where do we need help? And we're really blanking on the help thing. So let's get into this. Let's get into this right now and move through the seven steps, possibly eight that are super helpful in asking for help and being able to get out of your own way and get into being an asker, being a receiver, because I promise you, you're probably already a massive contributor, giver, I'm sure of it. Okay. Every now and again, we all need help. And that question, can you help me literally can cause us stress and embarrassment. Why is that? I mean, literally, why do we do that to ourselves? Well, a lot of times because we want to look strong and capable and asking for help literally gets mistaken for a sign of weakness. And it's so not true. It requires us to get vulnerable and oftentimes vulnerable, you know, in, in our society is labeled as being weak. It's not true. It's not true. Okay. It is not being weak people that ask for help and people that allow themselves to be vulnerable and ask for help anyway, even if it's embarrassing or uncomfortable really are strong. It's a strong, it's a strong muscle. And it's a muscle that every single one of us can help, can help. Hello. We can, we can help that build asking for help is a natural part of life. So let's, let's, let's figure out how to do it and do it well so that we will. Our first step is literally deciding there's that decision again, deciding that you are going to take the risk and ask. Okay. Making a decision. I'm going to ask for help, like decide, declare it, schedule it, whatever you got to do to make it happen. We don't often ask for help because we assume that people might say no. And so sometimes like that fear of rejection becomes stronger, louder, this and that you guys, we got to silent that because they are not saying no to you. They're just, it's maybe not a time that they can help. So please know that no is not about you, not about you. And it certainly is not rejection. So many human beings worry about this at some level and asking can be uncomfortable and people want to avoid embarrassment or rejection. So we just don't do anything about it. I ask you to stop and think, how does that actually feel? Not so great. Okay. But it has been proven over and over again that people often assume incorrectly about the people they want to ask. 
And people generally really do like to see themselves as useful and are often super willing to take action when asked. It's true. Okay. That pressure that drives us, (laughs) drives us to say, how can I help? Even if they would hesitate for other reasons is a real thing. Okay. Is a real thing. So let us not make assumptions about other people. Let us not do that. Let's ask. And if someone's not available, ask somebody else and keep going. Okay. I think the biggest thing is do not decide for somebody else. Okay. They will decide if they can help or they can't help. And a lot of times people, if they can't help are like, but hold on, I know someone who can. Okay. So decide that you're going to risk hearing no, feeling rejected, feeling embarrassment, any of those things, because those are just the stories we're making up in our head. So let's let those go. Okay. Step number two, this is so important. Get really clear on what's the kind of help you need, because sometimes we're like spinning. So before you ask for help, literally sit down and get really clear. What do I really need? Because knowing this can really help you ask really clearly the specific help you need from a person. Sounds simple, but we sometimes miss this step. Think about your problem and decide what's missing and what part of what's missing matters the most to you. Okay. Do you need help on getting clear about a big picture situation? Do you have a specific topic that you want to discuss and get help? Do you need to get some knowledge or complete a task? Write it down, write it down. These are just some examples. I mean, we could go on and on and on. Ask yourself, what's the most important help I require right now to move forward or to help me through a situation or a problem, something that's occurring right now. Okay. Write down what you want to say so that you say it clearly, make sure that you've got a list and it's simple and it's accurate. It's clear so that it's easy to get to the point of help. This is going to help you, especially for some of us who are recovering people pleasers and don't want to be a burden, right? It'll keep us out of explanation. We're going to get to the point. Oh man, it's going to feel so good. Okay. So that's step number two, get really clear of what kind of help you need so that you can get to the point. All right. Step three, be thoughtful about who you ask. Okay. Once you know what kind of help you want, then get clear about who you're going to ask. Keep in mind, you probably, maybe, maybe not, might need to speak to a few different people before you get the actual help that you really want. It's okay. It's literally okay. Okay. Literally think about what kind of information you require. Do you need to speak to a professional? Is it a friend or a family member that can help? really take a look and make an informed decision. And if you're not sure who can help you pick someone that may have some knowledge about it and start there, start there. The point is, is that you want to start, right? And you might need to approach someone you've never met before to get help. Ooh, this takes courage. I often, often have calls with people that don't know me, but somebody has said, go talk to coach Kelly. She can help you. They set up a call and we get on it. And those are some really awesome, powerful calls. And I really, they make my day. 
they make my day. I do love to help people. It's never a burden. It's never a problem. And I, it's, it's an area I can also set some boundaries on, you know, for work. I'm pretty good about that. (laughs) Well, sometimes not, but anywho, I digress. Okay. I promise you when I get those, I am here for it. And I love to help and other people out there do too. Okay. Get your courage and prepare to ask. Okay. Get your courage and prepare to ask step four. Nope. Be thoughtful about how you're asking. Okay. Be thoughtful about how you're asking, how you ask. And, you know, I don't often go to how questions, but we do go to them once we're clear on why and what, which is what we just did. So now we're talking about how and how you ask for help does make a big difference. So think about how you'd like to approach someone. And here's a couple of tips that are going to improve your chances of having that, having that conversation, having that help. Avoid making your request for help sound like a demand. Okay. Make sure you're making a clear request and a clear request requires you having someone that's commit a committed listener. So you want to make sure that they have, you have their attention. It's a good time for them to talk. Okay. Um, a committed speaker that's you. Okay. That's you. So you've got a time to speak. You've got a time where they're able to listen to you and make that request without any context that it's gotta be a demand. And like, if we're being honest before we start pretending, we sometimes can ask for help and it's more of a demand. It's more of a demand. I'll tell you what, my kids will call me on this all the time because they learned it as little children. And we kept practicing that and practicing that. And so on occasion I make some mistakes and they call me on it. It's awesome. It's awesome because I'm making an, I'm making a demand versus actually asking for help. Okay. Come to them with kindness and humility. All right. You want to promote empathy with each other. And so show your vulnerability in some way. Vulnerability really is the access to empathy. It really, really is. So be empathic when you're asking for help, lean into your vulnerability. Okay. Show trust and respect. So if you are willing to listen and learn from another person, they're going to also be willing to listen and learn from you as well. And it'll help you stay open-minded and trusting. Okay. Because when we're being respectful, that behavior shows up. And we're open-minded and we're trusting. So remember when you're asking for help, it is going to require you to listen and take the help in. You don't have to act on all of the things. You don't have to receive all of the things, but oftentimes when we're stuck and we're asking for help and somebody's coming in to do that because it's not in our wheelhouse or it's not in our comfort zone or whatever it is, we're like, we're putting the brakes on it. Okay. So be willing to listen and be open-minded. And I think I said this earlier, you really got to consider somebody's timing and you want to make sure that it really is a good time to talk. Okay. Because sometimes when we're getting that courage up and we want to ask for help, we go in, we come in hot, right. And someone may not be ready for that. Okay. So just create that agreement and trust the process. Be specific. This is step number five, literally be specific. I always go to pop. What's my purpose? What's the purpose that I require? Why is it important? What's the outcome that I want to create? 
What is it that I require help with? And what are my process steps? This is really how I shore this up and have it be really simple. If you have a question about pop, go to that link, ask me questions. It's amazing. I'd love to help you with this. Okay. So you, this is where having some detail could be really useful, even beyond pop who, why, what, why is purpose? What is outcome? Okay. And then the rest kind of falls a little bit under that like process part, how, where, when, but those are things that can really help you get so specific again, who, who needs the help? Is it you? I'm saying yes. Cause this is about us being proactive and asking for help. Okay. Why my purpose? Why do I need the help? Why is it important? What what is the specifics that I need help in? Okay. And then moving into that, how, what are the hows? Okay. What are the hows, where, when details, those things really help you get rock solid clear. And then step number six, literally ending your request with a question. Can you help me? Can you help me? Okay. So at the end of this request for help, literally asking, can you help me? And it really, I think that sometimes is the most, it's one of the places where that vulnerability shows up the most. And most people want to be helpful. And a person is less likely to turn away when you ask them a question directly. It's when we sort of like circle the turd, as I call it, circle the turd. We don't get to the point. Okay. We don't get to the point. Okay. And we don't ask directly where we need help what we need help with. And so ending that with, can you help me? Okay. Even if the other person isn't able to help, they are more likely to reply with kindness. They also will probably have some suggestions and give you assistance in connecting with other people. People naturally want to help. Okay. Naturally want to help. So remember those six steps are super duper important. The final step is this give help to others. Again, I think so much, so many of us are better at that. And if not look and see, because I really believe when we're modeling things, it sort of comes back, you know, that's a whole other episode we'll do down the road, make it a habit of offering your time and talents to others. Truly, truly, truly have your boundaries have your boundaries. Even as I say this, sometimes I'm like, Ooh, because check in, like, am am I swinging way too far out there? And do I need to set up some boundaries? Cause the answer is probably yes. And be helpful, make it a habit of offering your time and talents to others. It will help them. It will come back to you. Also, we are reciprocal as human beings. Oftentimes, oftentimes that doesn't mean that you want to give away your help and expect expect that somebody owes you something for that help. That's not what I'm talking about. Okay. What I'm talking about is if you have a hard time asking for help, be helpful and notice and learn what you see from you being helpful because it will help you to ask for help. I promise you if you're willing to, because not only can you understand what it's like to be on the other side of that coin, And the process can then become less intimidating because you're reviewing yours. All right. It's a gift. It's a gift. Okay. So those are seven tried and true steps to ask for help. 
And so my challenge to you all this week is to ask yourself, where will I ask for help this week? Where could I be helpful to someone else this week? And take those baby steps, take exercise that muscle asking for help. And you will be so glad you did. I promise. Okay. So we're going to keep working on different ways that we can ask for help in all situations. I am here for it because man, it just makes things so much easier. And we got to do that. We got to do that. We get to, so that we can stay proactive so that we can be healthy, happy, and live that abundant life that we're here to live. And we can help each other do that too. Okay. You guys real quick. I want to let you know that I've got a really fun three-day challenge coming up on June 1st, and it is a challenge that is going to assist you. It's for women and it's a challenge. It's called the three day inspire her challenge. That's going to help you make decisions. It's going to help you be able to ask for help. It's going to help you be able to move forward with intention and action. Yes, please. So go to the link in the show notes, sign up for it. It is free. It begins June 1st. They are at 12 noon Pacific standard time. And it's one hour on it's a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So go there, sign up. I also want to remind you all that our next lift her cohort is starting June 15th. So if you have any questions, please ask me and you can always go to my website, check out our one-on-one coaching, check out the lift her connect with me, ask me any questions. I want to help you. I live for that. Okay. So there you go. That's what's coming up. Thank you so much for listening today. I really trust that there was massive impact in asking for help. It's super important because remember we have a choice to lead our life or follow our circumstances. And life is about knowing our passion, our purpose, our values, and creating impact in our life and the life of others who emerges from taking the lead in their lives are authentic. They're vulnerable. They're courageous. They're asking for help so that they can reach their outcomes and goals. It never looks the way we think it's supposed to. So we get to trust that more gets revealed as we move forward. Remember, take a pause, let go of worry, ask for help and live fully the best version of yourselves. All right. That was fun. Yes. I'm here for it. Let's just be helpers and ask for help for the next, I don't know, however long it takes to build that muscle. Let's go. All right. You guys have a great week ahead. If it's not shaping up the way you want it to take the lead and create a fantastic one. I will talk with you next week. Have a great one. Take care. Thanks for listening to another episode of let's be honest before we start pretending for more resources on taking the lead in your life head over to kellyjmobeck.com and connect with me on Instagram at Coach Kelly Mobeck. If this episode was helpful for you, please feel free to share it with friends, rate and review it on iTunes. That's Apple Podcasts now. And at any time, feel free to connect with me and let me know what you want to hear next or what you're working on. I'm happy to help. Thanks again for listening. And here's to you taking the lead in your life.